SCF Highway to Hope podcast here on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. I'm your host, Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. I'm joined this week by our producer and founder and owner of Pod Wheels Network, Greg Thompson. Greg, I'm excited to be back with you and talk about Big Rig Coffee this week. Absolutely, Shannon. This is a very fascinating interview because you have two young guys that are coming out of military service who have a dream, and not just a dream, but they are pursuing that dream, and they're making it a reality by launching a coffee business and focusing it on the trucking industry. Big Rig Coffee. You can't get more trucking than that. I agree. I love the name. It just kind of rolls off the tongue and they've got a great product that they're looking to launch next week and we're excited to be with them on the ground floor. They're going to talk about in this interview how their desire from the beginning more so about giving back than it is about the coffee that they wanted to make sure that they put in their plan from the beginning. We are donating to a charity in this industry because this industry is important and this industry is needed and you'll hear them talk about their connection to the industry. So St. Christopher Fund is thrilled to be a part of it and to be the recipient. I'm excited to try the coffee and I'm excited to see where they go. Shannon, as always, you are so right about this. It is really exciting to hear two young entrepreneurs share their vision and share their passion for the industry and their passion for giving back. And we're going to hear right now how they made St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund their first charity of choice. Joining us now on the Highway to Hope are Air Force veterans Hunter Wilson and Gabriel Massey, founders, creators, and owners of Big Rig Coffee. This is a new on-order coffee brand directed straight to the trucking community, and they wanted to come out with guns blazing, partnering with a charity in the industry that supports drivers, and St. Christopher Fund is proud to be partnered with you all and being the recipient of that and just announcing you all and getting you out there in full force to the industry. Welcome to the Highway to Hope. Thank you. Thank you. So we have to start out with, we got to know, you guys are Air Force veterans. Tell us a little bit about your military history before we dive into the company. So me and Gabe, we joined the Air Force back in November of 2017. We didn't know each other prior because Gabe's from Maine and I'm from Indiana. So we're going through basic training and we had the same flight and we kind of just hit it off like our first week. I think it's when we were going to take a test. We like sat next to each other and then we just like just started talking and kind of connected from there. Yeah, exactly. And then after we went through all basic training, we graduated together and then we went separate ways for a while. He went to England, right? Yeah, I was stationed in Aria Blakenheath. And I was in New Mexico for my full contract. <clears throat> he said, hey, dude, I'm getting my orders to Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to get out of the military. So we decided to become roommates and yeah. start up Big Red Coffee Company. So what made you want to do coffee? You guys coffee. could have done a ton of different things. What makes you want to do coffee? So how it started with me is like, I was deployed in Africa and I'm like thinking of business ideas. I'm reading books. I'm like, I thought of multiple different business ideas and then none of them really stuck. I don't know why or where, how it came to me. I mean, my dad's a trucker. My dad's been a trucker pretty much my whole life, but Big Red Coffee Company kind of clicked in like one day. I told Gabe about it. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this idea? He was on board with it. He loved it. I'm like, dude, it makes so much sense. It just sounds great. It's been a fun journey, honestly, just starting out or whatever. What's been the hardest thing to get everything started and going? 
everything's just been a huge learning curve. Like it's easy to be like, yeah, I want to like start like a brand and you have like an idea, but like actually like, applying it to your market and all the legal stuff, the tax stuff, funding, it's a lot. Like, you got to learn a lot about LLC. You got to learn a lot about the tax codes, trademarks, all that stuff. This is all new to us. It's been a great learning experience and like we got a lot more to learn as well. And marketing is one of the big things that we're trying to push now and we're learning with that as well because yeah. we can't really sell anything if no one really knows about it. Right. So right. we're really pushing marketing right now because we do plan on launch. We were going to launch today and then we decided to push it back one week just to give us enough time to really make sure everything's dialed in. So yeah. one week from today, that's when we'll be launching. We have a website that's locked right now, but we did have a website up at one point, but we're going to be deep diving into our website, make it look a lot better. Yeah, a lot easier to order it. Trying to make a great customer experience. Just make it easy. <laughs> just something everyone can access. And just like order the coffee. We have some t-shirts on there. Um, we're going to go on and get nice trucker hats as well. That's like one of like, the big things we want to get. Very good. You definitely want a good first impression. You definitely want a good marketing campaign. There's a lot of times people think, oh, my product is so great. I don't actually need to market. And that's just so not true. People can't buy your awesome product if they don't know it's out there. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the process of your coffee making. How many did you taste? Do you have flavors? I mean, what is the process of deciding on how you want your coffee to taste and what you think is going to make drivers want to buy this coffee or anybody buy this coffee? When I'm at the apartment, like I'm just drinking straight black coffee. I'm looking for kind of like a chocolatey taste, something like not like too like bitter. Whenever I brew up like a batch, I'll usually just put maybe like two teaspoons of sugar and like some ice cubes. Cause I like to actually like taste coffee itself. I'm personally not a huge fan of like super dark coffee. I like a little bit of like a light roast or a medium roast. And that's what I was personally looking for. And Hunter, you were liking like the medium dark roast. So it's kind of like a good like medium between us. Like, hey, like he likes the darker roast, I like the lighter roast. So we had a bunch of flyers sending us different bags of coffee with different flavors. So we kind of just narrowed it down by there, just making like a cup of whatever bag they sent us for like a week and seeing how like the vibe was throughout the week of the different flavors, how strong it was, maybe like a little bit of creamer, a little bit of sugar, like straight black. And then it wasn't just us tasting samples. We're also sending samples to like some truckers as well to yeah. get their opinion on it as well. And we finally came across a supplier. When we first got like, I think it was one of our first batches of samples. I went back home to Maine and I was like, just like divvying out samples to all like my family and friends and all of them told me like, yeah, man, this is it, this is it, this is it. And I was like, okay. We just don't want to like have this any sort of coffee. Like we actually want to have like really good high quality coffee. We just don't want like a Folgers or anything like that. Some like good coffee. And I think we found it as we grow, we're going to do more tweaks. We're going to have different flavors. I don't know if you guys heard of Death Wish Coffee before. I know a yes. lot of truckers yes. use that. We talked to our supplier about something similar to that, and they said that they have something that's going to blow Death Wish out of the water. And then we're super excited to hear that. So mm -hmm. that's coming in the future. That sounds like might be a little too strong for me. I drink <laughs> a light roast most of the time. I can go medium if I have to, but I like a little coffee with my creamer. Yeah. So that heavy stuff is a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah. But drivers out there, they like that stuff. It kicks yeah, in and keeps them awake and gets them going for the day. <laughs> They'll probably exactly. love it. <laughs> you can ask anybody. I'm like kind of cranky in the morning. And stuff. Coffee. Like, even my mom tells me, she's like, I don't even know if I like coffee. So maybe she's like the cream and sugar. Yeah, but she's going to like this stuff too. I really like the coffee. We're really excited to release it and actually get it out to people. That's awesome. So the connection to the industry is your dad. He's a truck driver. 
Yeah, my dad, he's like a regional truck driver for McLean. He's been doing it for probably 30 years now. He was for McLean and then I think he was for Pepsi as well or Coca-Cola. I think it was Pepsi a long time ago before I was even born, so like 30 years ago. So yeah, he's been in the truck industry. Then I have some uncles are in the truck industry as well. It's kind of like my whole family, to be honest, and it just made sense to me. Well, truck drivers are an awesome community, and so it's exciting to see a new product brought to them for sure. And I love the name. I mean, it goes right with the industry, Big Red Coffee. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get any better than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's perfect. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what was your mission? I know y'all have kind of a mission statement. Why do you think your coffee is going to be loved by the industry? Why do you want them to embrace your coffee? It's kind of funny you say that. Like when we first made this, I had one of my friends, Alan, he asked me, so what like makes Big Red Coffee like different from like other brands? To be honest with you, I didn't know what to say at first. We were like brand new. I think we were just started like maybe like a few weeks. And I was like, I don't even know how to answer that. And then like, it got me thinking, I'm like, dude, like I used to work for lumber companies. And one of like the biggest things that he was known for was just like giving back to like our small community. I'm thinking, I'm like, I want to be like those people that give back to the communities in any way they can. Cause that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Like you have a brand or whatever, and it's like a circle really. What comes into us is we're flowing right back into the trucking community is how I'm I'm truly trying to say. Like I saw that working for that lumber company, like everyone knew like kids could walk in and think, Hey sir, can you sponsor like my little league team? Or can you sponsor like my softball team? And he would just be like, yep, how much? But he would be able to pay for that stuff. That's the kind of stuff you want to be able to do. I've always wanted to be able to do. That's why I think this is such a good thing and being able to give back, especially to truckers. Give back is the big thing, really. As we grow and as we get bigger, we want to be able to like do big things for truckers. Like you see on social media, like people giving away like trucks and cars. I think it'd be cool like down the road to like be able to give away like, I don't know, something to a trucker that'd be really meaningful to them. Maybe like give away a semi to a trucker or something like that. That'd be awesome. I'd love to be able to do that. Pretty much is giving back to what it really comes down to. So that's kind of why we wanted to partner with you guys because you guys are doing that as we speak. So, mm-hmm. and we just want to be able to help you guys out as well. Well, thank you. I was excited to hear from you all and talk to you. And we're honored to be jumping into this with you all from day one. And I can tell everybody before the coffee came in, before anything has been launched or even an initial launch date was decided on, they were reaching out and saying, we want to give back to the industry. We want to let people know that our company cares about the industry and our company cares about people. And we want to give back from day one. That's where this relationship was formed. And we're very, very excited about it. And like you said, we can make the initial grand launch next week. I'm excited to hopefully see your coffee flying off the shelf. So how is it initially going to be sold? Is it going to be bag coffee? Are you going to have pods available? Tell me what you're looking at on that end of it too. We're looking at bag coffee right now. We're going to be having our medium roast. It's going to be called the I-95 straight. So those of you don't know, I-95 runs along the East Coast and it goes from like Northern Maine all the way down to Florida. It's going to be ground coffee and it's going to be medium roast. That's all we have for now. You got to kind of go one at a time and make sure it's perfect and everybody loves it. And then you start rolling out others. Exactly. Exactly. Start small, see if they like it, see how everyone's liking it. Mm-hmm. And then just branch off from there to like our light roast, our darker roast, and then like the special brands, like I was talking about, like the more highly caffeinated coffee. But that comes in time. That's right. That's right. Good things take time to put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So we're excited. You guys are going to be donating a dollar for every coffee bag sold to St. Christopher Fund. And we're excited we to announce that. We'll get our press release ready to talk about that. We'll be sharing that across the industry. And of course, we'll be promoting Big Rig Coffee and how you guys can find it and order it and get it on your trucks. I'm sure if you're like us, 
you're going to want to see those pictures as drivers order the coffee and they're using oh, it in yeah. their trucks. Yes. I'll be sure yes. and share those pictures on social media because we want to see who's drinking that big rig coffee out there and just celebrate this company that's wanting to give back and really just be an inspiration in this industry as so many companies are just making sure our drivers are taken care of. Your mission statement and our mission statement really went hand in hand. So it's a great partnership and I'm really excited about it. I'm excited for you guys and I hope we're going to be a push for you guys and help get the word out there and make sure that it's a successful product out there in the industry. Yes, I love it. Super excited. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Like, it's crazy. Like, we started this in December. It's like crazy even like just seeing like our bags, especially like when you picked up all the boxes from the post office. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. And it's like a lot of work. Lots more work to do, yeah. but we're excited. Mm-hmm. And I don't really take it as work. It's kind of like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a big learning curve mm-hmm. and it's fun. Well, and you'll learn so much during that first year. There'll be things that you'll tweak along the way that are going to yeah. make it even better. So are you guys like in an office? Do you have a warehouse? Or are you like wall-to-wall stuff in an apartment or a house? Or I picture you like kind of how the book sale started out, started out in a garage and then, wow, it's exploded. We're in a little apartment. Yeah. We have our packaging table. We have all of our boxes set up against the wall. Right now, it's just like a little office in here, mm-hmm. so it's nice. Like we can do like all our podcast stuff here and shipping and anything we need to do. We got all like our paperwork all on the desk yeah. over there. Of course, once we start getting more and more flow, we're gonna yeah. have to expand. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like you've moved fairly quickly. I know it seems like when you're creating a product from December to mm-hmm. now probably seems like a lifetime. That's fairly quick, in my opinion, to go from, hey, we have this idea, let's put it into motion. And then yeah. what are we, eight months later, you're rolling out your product live for people yeah. to purchase. I mean, you guys have been on it. I think within like the first week or two that we even like established this brand, like we sat down for like two hours and made like, like a six month business plan all the way up until June. So every day we're like checking, making sure we're hitting everything for like that month and making sure we're catching up on things for the next month. So we were keeping ourselves in check, giving ourselves timelines for things and trying to beat those timelines all the time. That was probably like the biggest part of like our success is writing out that business plan at the beginning and sticking to it no matter what. Well, it's awful exciting. I'm looking forward to you guys launching this next week and let's get it going. And I think Greg's got a couple of questions he would like to answer too. Probably things I haven't thought of because he's always so good at asking questions. Greg, come on in and talk to us. I'd like to take a few minutes here and revisit your experience in and around the trucking industry with your dad and your family and talk to us about how you look at professional truck drivers and the role that they play in America. Oh yeah, it's kind of really showed during COVID. Everyone was kind of standoffish and starting to work from their home. And you didn't see that in the trucking industry. Like they had to be out there delivering. Everyone still needed their products. And Gabe said something really good about that the other day that really (coughs) opened my mind to it. Oh yeah, I mean, just like you were saying with COVID, there was the whole like essential, non-essential workers thing. I mean, everyone knows during COVID, it was just crazy times. And truckers, even in Canada, were dealing with the whole, they're doing the convoy to the whole vaccine stuff. And But in America, people still need their packages. People still need food. They needed all that. Some people were able to stay home and work. Truckers couldn't. And like people really thank the military a lot. And they thank the firefighters, police officers. But the trucking industry doesn't really get the same recognition as we did in the military. That's totally wrong. Because they're the reason why America is running, why we have what we have in our apartment, the shelves in the store, food on our table. It all comes down to up here as well. I mean, it kind of opened my eyes. 
obviously during COVID, but I just drove back from Oklahoma and I was on Interstate 40 and that whole interstate was like a 14 hour drive. It was just nothing but truckers. And I was just like, I'm from a small town, Maine. You don't really see that amount of truckers. And like driving back from Oklahoma, I was like, wow. Like it's just, and it's everything from Amazon truckers, Walmart. It definitely opened up my eyes a lot more this past week seeing all that. But that's pretty much why we see there's like a, there was less thanks being given during 2020 for truckers specifically. And we noticed that and we want to help with that as much as we can. I don't want you guys giving away any of your marketing secrets, but as we talk about coffee and we talk about this industry, obviously there's an argument to be made that the industry runs on diesel and it runs on coffee, but obviously to both fuel the folks that are behind the wheel. And coffee's become such a broad industry, there's so many niches to it that stepping out and doing something like this is really quite adventurous. At the same time, it sounds like you guys, from listening to what you were sharing with Shannon, have a strong plan. You've reached out to drivers, you've tested this. As you guys roll this out, and I know you have hopes and dreams and aspirations for it, talk to us about what you know about your product and how you've seen it connect with drivers in your test phase and how do you feel like it's going to roll out initially? I think initially it's going to be hard to keep supply, to be honest. We've been pretty active with people on TikTok, Instagram, and there are some influencers on there that are in the trucking influencers, I'd say. They're really excited. We sent them out some bags already and they love the coffee. The reason why I started Big Rick Coffee Company, another reason why, I was reading this book, it's called 12 Months to 1 Million. And I understand that coffee industry is like a saturated market. There's a lot of different startup coffee companies, but you have to target more of a niche and no one is really targeting the trucking industry and giving back to them as well. I don't know if any of you guys have seen, but I haven't seen another trucking coffee company. So I think we found like our perfect market to be able to help the trucking industry. And you just referenced something I think it's very important to folks in this industry is that the thought, the concept, the act of giving back because any one of us can establish businesses and want to work with the trucking industry and earn a profit from that. And yet there are a lot of folks that choose not to give back. In my experience, there have been more that want to give back to the industry that don't, but I think everybody knows that folks, we got to make profits. In some yeah. companies in the way that they make profits, they do their job, they provide a service and they don't go beyond that. So talk to us about just that thought of giving back you're providing something to the industry, you guys are making money from it, yet you are upfront making that commitment to give back. Talk about the importance of that to you guys. I get asked a lot because I talk to some coworkers about my plan with giving back a dollar for sale. And they're like, really a dollar? That's a lot. I'm like, in my head, me and Hunter were talking about it. Like, we didn't think that was a lot at all. That's just like the whole point of why we established this brand was to be able to give back as much as we can. We're gonna make profit Either way, it may not be like as much if we didn't donate a dollar or whatever, but we're still making profit from this. It's just like one of the adventures that we're gonna do, like donate to you guys. There's also other things and other ways that we wanna give back and expand in the future. We wanna be able to eventually get into truck stops and things like that. And maybe have like trucking events, like maybe like a truck show. There's one in what, in like Kentucky. We want to go there, bring maybe like a stand or something set up to like a coffee shop or something like that. Just yeah. Maybe like give away like free coffee and a stock of truckers, simple things like that. Be able to help out like a trucking family that's going through it. We all know like gas prices and everything right now are crazy and it's a difficult time for a lot of people. So we just want to be able to give back as much as possible. 
And I think that says a lot about your thought process going into the company to begin with is a lot of people will want to give back after they're successful, after they have made X amount of dollars, or once we hit this mark, then we'll start giving back. And what you guys are doing is saying, we want to give back from the second that we start this. And yes, we know our profit on the front end is going to be less, but it's more important to give back and provide a good product for this industry that is important to us. And that means something to us and that the reward is going to come on the back end of that. Cause we all know it's better to give than to receive. And there's just much more oh, yeah. blessing and much more pleasure and everything that comes from that. And I just think that says a lot about you all and just how you look at things on a daily basis that you would want to start this company already giving back before you even know what your profit is going to be before you know how much you're going to sell you're investing back from day one yeah you kind of opened my eyes to that because i thought it just feels normal to me to give back i didn't really think about it like yeah, that I mean, we've given back the whole time and like we want to keep that going even after like our service and all that and just be able to do as much as we can yeah have a strong community Speaking of your time in the service, what was the most important lesson, most important thing that you took away from your time in the service? I'm still in the Air Force. I got about five months left. Most important thing? I say just people, really, because you can't get anything done without having like a strong circle. And that's with any job in the military, whether you're packing parachutes or loading bombs, like you need a strong connection of people around you that are getting along and can work together and get the mission done. So that's probably what I learned the most. I have to agree with you because I was stationed in Cannon Air Force Base. It's in New Mexico. It's considered to be like one of the worst bases to be stationed at because it's in the middle of nowhere and there's not a lot around. So you really just rely on the people around you. Gabe's laughing because he drove through New Mexico like yesterday. He's like, dude, I don't know how you guys. It's like really strong over there since that's pretty much all you have. So I'm used to. Now, as you guys roll your company out, are you incorporating those lessons and the value you've placed on people and good people as you build your organization? Sounds like your time in the military has really taught you, maybe not taught you, but reinforced the idea that it's about people. It's about having those strong bonds and depending on each other to make things happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's a, a lot of military people in the trucking industry for a reason, because a lot of the mentality and kind of how you do things and have each other's back, you have a mission and it takes a group of people. No one person does that mission. It, it seems to roll over very well to the trucking industry. That's why so many people come out of the military and into this industry. I agree. I was talking to Gabe about that. I think the service and trucking is very similar like with the community. Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. My dad was actually in the service as well and like went straight into the trucking industry after the service. Yeah. So we're sitting here recording this about a week prior to your launch. Let's look ahead five years. Let's look inside the crystal coffee cup, if you will. Where do you guys want to be? Where do you guys see yourselves at that time? And not only that, but what do you see yourselves doing within this industry? Five years from now, so I'm pretty ambitious. I want to see us to be like a fairly large coffee company, like pretty well known by all the truckers. Also, I would love to be able to like start opening up like truck stops as well. We had talked about drive-through like coffee shops. Yeah. 
like yeah. where they can fit with their semis in there. Mm-hmm. Try to get into like loves, especially loves, yeah. pilot, flying J, all those. Definitely like a five year plan of ours. Yeah. Moved out of the apartment, get on a warehouse. Hopefully within six months yeah. or a year. Mm-hmm. So if people want to connect with you guys and follow you on social media, where can we find you all? So our three main platforms are TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us right at Big Rig Coffee Company or Big Rig Coffee Co. on all those. And our website is actually BigRigCoffeeCompany.com. So you can find all our stuff on there. So the coffee's going to be dropping. And Instagram is where we're probably the most active. That's, again, Big Rig Coffee Co. on Instagram. And you can find us on there and get updates. Awesome. So stay in touch. All the information is going to be dropping on those platforms. And of course, we'll be sharing all of their information across our platforms as well. If you forget about where they are, shoot me an email and I'll connect you with them. I'll be happy to make sure anybody that needs to be connected gets connected. Well, we are excited. We sure appreciate you spending your time with us. Greg, is there anything else that we missed? I want to wish you guys the best of luck on this rollout. Excited for what you're doing and looking forward to seeing Big Rig Coffee everywhere and anywhere you want to pick it up. We look forward to writing you guys big checks. Well, we are so excited for you. Appreciate you reaching out to us. We are proud and excited to be associated with Big Rig Coffee and looking forward to the rollout next week and looking forward to placing my first order so I can give my personal feedback as well. Just appreciate you guys joining us today. Big Rig Coffee, you all pay attention. It is coming to you. Back now for our remaining moments on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg Thompson, alongside your host, Shannon Courier. Shannon, as we said at the top of the podcast, these guys are young, they're energetic, they are making it happen. They absolutely are. I'm a big dreamer and you heard them talk about how they're big dreamers as well. That's always exciting for me to work with people that think like that and think outside the box and have big dreams and want to work hard to get there. It's going to be a veteran owned company. That's something that we all want to support, not St. Christopher Fund in particular, but just in general, there's a lot of support for veteran owned companies and there's a lot of connection between the military and the trucking industry. So it really is a good fit. I think you're going to see the dedication. I think you're going to see the commitment to excellence that they have learned growing up and learned in the military. They're going to bring that over to their company, which is going to be a great representation for the industry. So it's pretty exciting. And as they said, $1 for every bag sold is going to go back to the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. You guys have got an exciting partnership that's taking place here. We do. And for a company to come out from the beginning, not wait until they're seeing profit, they're already stating we're going to make sure the St. Christopher Fund and the truckers are supported with our company and with our product from day one. That just says a lot about these two young men. It's been a pleasure getting to know them and I look forward to seeing them grow and I hope everybody will support Big Rig Coffee. It's just another way to give back when we're buying products. It's a great way to say we're going to buy this product anyway. And if this product supports the industry that I'm in or supports a driver that I know, love, respect, it's going to be a good connection. So if you're going to buy the product anyway, you know part of your purchase is going to go back to support truck drivers. And we know that truck drivers are the backbone of this country. We know they didn't stop running during the pandemic. They got recognized during the pandemic because they didn't quit running. But these men and women do this all day, every day. 
that's not new to the pandemic. They didn't do anything different than what they do every day. And I think that's what's special about Big Red Coffee and these two young guys is they recognize that. They specifically wanted to make sure their company gave back to this specific industry. Absolutely. And if we could, I want to take a moment because we're here at mid-year. We're here in the middle of summer. We've got some podcasts that are coming out. We've got a series that's profiling a group of drivers that are part of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. And you guys have got some other things happening. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to give us a quick update on what's happening with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. As we look forward to the back half of the year, what is on the horizon? Absolutely. So if you didn't listen to our last podcast that came out, you're going to want to go back and check that out. That was with our organization founders and our board president and our executive director talking about how St. Christopher Fund was formed, why it was formed, and where we are now after close to 15 years, working on towards 15 years. That was an excellent podcast and great information. It's hard to get those folks together in one place. So we were excited to spend some time with them. Our next series that will come out will be our driver ambassadors, the drivers that help St. Christopher Fund. Just keep eyes and ears on the road. We obviously aren't out there on the road ourselves. So we take the information that we learn and that we glean from our driver ambassadors. That's how we know where do we need to go next? What programs maybe we need to offer? How can we expand what we do or do what we do better? So our driver council is super important to us. So we're going to be highlighting all of the drivers on our driver council. Some of them may be names familiar to you, like Ingrid Brown. Some of them you may not know, but we've got Marty Ellis, who drives the OOIDA truck. We have Bruce Richard, who drives for Heartland. We have Don Talley, who drives for Carter Express. We have Jacob Bonham, who is an owner-operator, Bonham Transportation, and Ray Webb, who is also an owner-operator himself. There's different aspects from the industry. They've all been in the industry for a long long time. So we value their opinion and their feedback, and they really do help guide us in where we need to go and answering some questions to see if programs and thought processes fit with truck drivers. So we're going to be doing a series and interviewing each of those folks individually. So you're not going to want to miss that. Truck Driver Appreciation Week is right around the corner. It is the week of September 11th. So we're going to have a truck driver appreciation campaign running where we're going to be highlighting hopefully hundreds and hundreds of drivers on our website. We have companies that will partner with us and what they're going to do during Truck Driver Appreciation is make a donation to St. Christopher Fund to make sure that we continue to have the resources we need to support drivers when they need us most. And then we're going to have people submitting pictures and stories and testimonies testimonies about drivers that they know, love, and respect out there on the road. We're always excited to see those stories come through. The rest of the year, I don't know. We would love to have an event later on this year. I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that off or not. Giving Tuesday will be coming up at the end of November and our year close out. So we've got some things to work towards. We'll have somebody at NASTIC. If you're a NASTIC member and you're planning on attending that, we'll have somebody there. So if you're going to be there, stop by our table there and say hello. Of course, we'll keep you posted via other podcasts. And if you want to stay connected with what we have going on and when it's happening, you can connect with us across social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. We're in all those places. Or you can pop over to our website at truckersfund.org. Or you can always shoot me an email, shannon at truckersfund.org. 
Shannon, as always, that's great. It's terrific to be able to spend some time with you. Looking forward to the next time that we get together on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg, it's always a pleasure. We are so appreciative of what you do there at the Podwheels Network to support St. Christopher Fund. The podcasts are always fun. They're always informative. And it's just another opportunity to get our information out there to the listening audience and to people that want to know more about St. Christopher Fund and more about the industry as a whole. You are an invaluable piece to what we do. And I love working with you and spending time with you on these podcasts. So thank you for continuing to do this for us and for jumping in and being a part of these interviews. With me. It's always a pleasure. I look forward to next time.